you yeah. keep being disciplined about doing work day in and day out, and those things make you better. So. All right, welcome to the Menlo Experience. I'm your host, Brad Sant with Kyle Bach here, and uh, we're kicking the new year off with a brand new studio. 2024. Kind of in between studios, I guess you could we say. kind right? of are in between studios. Yeah. True startup culture. It is. It is. Right? This is the cleanest I've ever seen your conference room desk. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> I didn't, really I didn't nice. even have to clean it either. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. We got to figure this out more. Shout out to Jessica. <laughs> there you go. All right. So it's the new year and uh, we've got some new gear, new new studio and a lot of, lot of things going on. But I think the topic of, of our town, at least right now, is... Uh, Big week in, in Kansas City with the Super Bowl coming up. Oh, I thought you were talking about K-State beating KU, but um, we, we Super were Bowl. changing stuff. We'll go we're to the gonna, Super Bowl yep. straight away. Yep. Uh, you know, it's an exciting time to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate all of the uh, the videos all about 13 and, uh, you know, all the different ways we can get to Taylor Swift's Swifties involved here. So She's going to make the flight back from what I understand. Yeah, she so. sold one of her planes, I guess, you know, because it wasn't, you know, tall enough it. for Travis to stand up in and, you know. Well. But Chiefs are in a Super Bowl. How many people thought they were going to be here at this time of year? No one. Nobody. Which, I mean, I was suspect at least. So uh, I think it's kind of a testament to keep moving along, keep pushing yeah. and believe, right? I mean, you got the Ted Lasso believe uh, sign there on the door probably. But yep. um, I think a lot of people kind of counted them out. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think happened tail end of the season? It's a good question. You know, I think uh, a lot of different things, but I, they, it doesn't seem like they ever stopped believing. So it does seem like they, you know, from the beginning, they, they knew that they had the flaws that they were struggling through and they knew they had their challenges, but they never stopped believing and they, they kept pressing on and took it one game at a time. I'm hearing a journey song in the back I mean, of my mind right know, now. Yeah. If I wasn't sick, I'd have my voice yeah. back, but it's, don't stop uh, believing. Got yeah. It. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's a, uh, I mean, how, like, seriously, who thought the chiefs at the middle of the season that we were having without having any receivers that could catch a ball with, I mean, our defense was carrying us throughout the entire season. I mean, no one saw us here. Yeah. I think it's interesting you look at previous years, we had more of an offensive powerhouse mm -hmm. going. This year, that's struggling a little bit. And um, late in the season's coming together. But defense, really, to your point, carried us through the season. And I think that's a testament to the whole team, right? It's a yeah. team effort. It can't just be the offense showing up to produce every week, yeah. right? Uh, defense has got to be there or vice versa and helping right. each other out. And so, yeah, I, th I think that's definitely a key part of what, what pulled us through the season. Uh, you have an interesting point there on – on uh, the team probably never really stopped believing. And yeah. I think in some ways you had veteran people on that team yeah. who've been through there, been through struggles before. And, um, you know, they always say you can't have a comeback if you're not down, right? So yeah. not that the Chiefs were truly down in the season, but, you know, it worked out. And oddly enough, the uh, three seed may have worked well in their favor because they got to rest Kelsey Mahomes yeah. for a week. You know, yeah. they still ended up In some ways we got the bye week as right. a result of that, right? Right. So there's strategy. I mean, I guess my point is there's some strategy involved there too, and yeah. how they kind of rounded out the season. So leadership uh, really stepped up, right? You had you had leadership across the entire team in different departments that just uh, each parts of the team that just stepped up and you know spoke out, led their team well. Seems like we've got leaders on both sides of the ball, and you know coaches aligned, and you know. So what do you think of this idea about being an underdog? You know, do you think? 
that helped uh, really that the people were counting them out, other, including other teams, um, and maybe didn't prepare as much or didn't expect to get as much out of them. And you know, when you look at the Bills or the Ravens and the playoffs. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that there's a huge, you know, advantage to being to ex- to everyone expecting you to lose, right? When everyone's expecting you to win, the pressure's on. Uh, but so far in the playoffs, I mean, the Chiefs have been expected to. I mean, look at the Baltimore. I mean, how many how many people picked us at the beginning of the game to win that game? I mean, well, pretty much one, nobody. I yep. think out of like all <laughs> right. everyone, I think there was right. one. And, you know, and so, and I think it was coach, right? Is who, is who picked us? I think that was right. Yeah. And so, you know, so at all but one, you know, picked Baltimore. I mean, at that point, I mean, you also, you also kind of just, you know, you make the team mad at, at some point where they're like, you know, now they got the chip on their shoulder right. and, but there's still nothing to lose. I mean, I, I think it's the same thing that the 49ers have going into the Super Bowl here with Brock Purdy and Mr. Irrelevant, right? I mean, what, what's to lose? I mean, he, he's outperformed, he's overperformed every expectation on the season. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, ultimately it's the competitors at the Mm. end of the day. Right. So, you know, I think this is an interesting tie to, as we're trying to continue to improve the business, continue to elevate our game here. Um, there's, there's some messaging here with, with even when it seems tough or even when it seems like you're not going to pull through or whatever, you keep going. You yeah. keep being disciplined about doing the work day in and day out, and those things make you better. So I'm just curious, how, how what parallels do you tie that to some of the things we're going through in the, in the company and really elevating our game? Because I'd say as we kick off this new year, uh, we've got some really, really great momentum moving and, yeah. and big things going. Yeah, you know, I just spent some time talking with our help desk, and we were talking through just our mission and vision and, and where we're headed. And, and one of the things that we talked about in there was – you know, just this idea of, do you like the challenge, right? Do you, do you like when things step up and the pressure steps up and the expectations rise? Uh, you know, we were talking about, um, I was talking with them and said, you know, I I don't know anyone who has radically changed their professional or personal lives, uh, in a 40 hour work week. Um, you know, I just, I just don't know anyone that's done that, you know, for me, um, when I, I was talking with them about when I got my master's degree and I was going to class two evenings a week and I was studying on Saturday morning, sitting at Panera with the, they had the cheapest cup of coffee that with bottomless, you know, refills. Right. And I was sitting there on Saturday mornings and my wife and I disagree on what time I started there. I, I say probably, you know, three o'clock in the morning. I mean, you're obviously right. So. Clearly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but she, she says it's closer to seven or eight, but you know, I spent time Saturday mornings and that was my normal pattern throughout all of, you know, grad school. But I had two kids and I was working a full-time job. And so I was taking class in the evening, taking classes over the summers, taking, you know, and that's, and that, you know, that was for me what I needed to do in order to get through that season. It's a season of that, but uh, you know, this idea of, do you like the challenge? I mean, or do you just throw in the towel? Um, You know, do you take the victim mentality or do you take the um, opportunity to step up to another level? And I think for us as a business, that's where we're at. There's a lot of momentum. Um, The bar's raising. Um, and I, I would say it's, it's raised already, but it's, it's continuously raising as well. Right. And, and so for us, it's, does that get you excited or does that, you know, cause you stress and anxiety and, you know, it, it, for the people that, that gets excited, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, it's an exciting time to be around, but for some people that's really, really stressful (laughs) and that's. Not, and that's okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. Just yeah. Maybe not the right fit. Yeah. Fit here. Yeah. 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 I saw um, 
something I was reading the other day, and it's talking about if you want to be average, do what everybody else does. Mm. Um, but if you want to be extraordinary, you have to do extraordinary things. Yeah. You can't just and you know expect to do the same things that everybody else is doing and all of a sudden be yeah. extraordinary. And and uh, we have our clear sights on what we're after. I know I certainly do, and and uh, what I'm pushing for, both in personal and and kind of the business. But um, we can't we can't do average things. We can't just show yeah. up for the 40 hour work week and not try to improve ourselves. We'll, we won't get anywhere uh, unique or different with yeah. that. So I think to your point, we've got great momentum. The bar I think has been raised, but um, we're not going to rest on laurels and yeah. we're going to keep pushing that bar up. Yeah. Um, and, and really, to your point, if you love that sort of thing, this is the place to work yeah. because we're going to continue to push the envelope, continue to be uh, in the Super Bowl in AFC Championship every every year yeah. that we can, you know, and, yeah. and nothing less is, is acceptable. And I think it's kind of interesting if you tie this back to the Chiefs and you look at this community and a Chiefs fan now, Unfortunately, yeah. the last six years, the expectation is we're in the AFC Championship every year. Yeah, I tell right? my kids all the time they're totally spoiled now because they just grew up thinking like, oh, yeah, the Chiefs win every single year, and they're always in the Super Bowl, and they, you know. I think they went 21 years without a playoff game win, uh, and now here you are, six AFC Championships. Yeah. Obviously, you know, back for another Super Bowl yeah. appearance, maybe back-to-back wins. That, that totally changes the bar. And so if you're a Kansas City fan or, or you know, the Patriots fans in the uh, 2010 era, it's a, it's a totally different perspective. And yeah. so, you know. Also a good <laughs> reminder that it, it's it's hard to get there. It's hard to build that type of, continu- you know, consistency to maintain that level. But it also, it it can be lost so quickly, you know. And so it is a culture change. And it's amazing when a team or, you know, of any team, right? I mean, the... The Patriots did this for a long time, right? Yep. Where, and we all hated the Patriots. Now the Chiefs are starting to be the team that people start hating, right? But when they build that type of a, a you know, at least the beginning of, you know, a dynasty or that type of consistency of winning, right? Or at least being in the game, that's a that's a hard thing to build and maintain. And so I think for us, you know, as we build and maintain that type of culture, just think through how do we how do we maintain that over time? It's, a, it, it's incredibly hard, you know, I think that uh, keeping those experienced leaders and the key individuals that have that uh, is important, but also keeping that momentum and the drive, yeah. you know, and the fire there at the end of the day. Because, uh, you know, keeping pushing the envelope and all that, you can get wary, you can get tired, and it takes the team to pick everybody up and keep going and and um, really have to believe when you're down and can't catch a ball in the mid- middle of the season, yeah. you still have the potential to win win the super bowl so i think someone came to mvs did you see the video when they came to mvs at the beat this was like the middle of the season when he dropped it was after one of the games he dropped a major pass and it was like the second game in a row he had some you know drops but someone came to him and asked him about his you know like his challenges or his struggles like with and he and he just looked at him and just was like i don't know what you're talking about and it was interesting because i now you look at it right at the end of the season where he had you know, the game winning catch, right. And, you know, to send us to the Super Bowl, and he's had two games in a row where he has, he's had some great catches and, you know, and really for him, it was, he didn't even see those misses. Like it was just part of his mindset that is like focusing on the next thing. Or he's really good at playing the media. Or he was really good at playing the media or both. I don't know. Right. It's hard to say. Well, you know, what's here, compare this to, to sports and back to business. So if you look at, doesn't matter what it is, NBA, you look at, uh, NFL, you look at soccer teams, they all have a pretty good off season, right? So you play a good amount of the year off season reset, go back at it again. 
when you relate that to our business, certainly we have busier times of the year, but we don't truly have an off season, right? And so the discipline to keep going in what really is just a never ending, you know, period of rest that you have to continue to drive at that high level. It's yeah. a little bit, I'm not saying it's harder or not than sports, but I mean, it very well could take uh, at least more mental discipline mm. and more energy to get past that because you don't have that rest period. Yeah. I mean, what, what time I mean, do we have Don't you think that's why it's so hard for Super Bowl teams to repeat, right? Like championship teams to repeat because you've got two times in a row that they've got to keep that same level of pace. Yep. And, and there's less of an off season, right, in between the two wins because you've got all the events afterwards. So there's less downtime. So to keep that same pace going like that is it's it's a challenge. So yesterday I saw the stat that the Chiefs now in the last six AFC championship, including those, have played an entire season of football because of the the playoffs than wow. what other teams have that haven't made the playoffs. An entire season longer. That's so wild. definitely definitely more there. You're absolutely right. Um, but they still get you know I guarantee yeah. you they'll be out on on the golf course or whatever next week oh, yeah. regardless of the outcome right yeah so uh, hmm. you know we generally don't have that rest and recovery period that that some teams have now I get the the winning teams are certainly shorter time period but so how do, how do we get hmm. that in the company how do we you know as we're pushing this envelope you know especially our operational team we know sales is always out golfing yeah but yeah. how do we get that from an operational perspective. That's a great question. What do you think on that? I'd love to hear your thoughts. You know, I think that, um, like I mentioned, and at least in our business, we certainly have cycles during the year that are busier than others, right? And so those are the super intense training periods or, yeah. or really um, playoffs, I guess, if you would say yeah. that for us. So I think some of it gets to be when times are, are slower, there's a good amount to um, kind of reset during that period, I guess, at least some slower activities to kind of recover. Yeah. I think it's important to push our staff to use their vacation days. I think yeah, for take sure. your vacation, really step away from work. That's hard if you have kids or yeah. families or whatever. But you know, I think we as as leaders need to truly push our teams to mm -hmm. to take that time off and, yeah. and get some breaks in there. Um, I think some of this comes back too. I I totally agree with that. I uh, was just talking about planning a summer vacation for this summer. We like going around the Fourth of July because it kind of allows this vacation time that you've got, but around the holiday, you get a little bit extra vacation a little bit, or it feels like that anyways. Sure. Um, I, you know, I think one of the things that it allows us to focus, you know, when, when you're looking at how do you maintain that consistency over time, maintain that throughout the year without any pauses. I think for me, a lot of it comes back to why are we doing what we're doing? Um, it comes back to the mission. It comes back to the vision. Um, and, you know, as we were, as I was talking with the the group that was talking through the mission and vision just recently here, one of the things we we kept coming back to was, you know, for us as a as a business, um, you know, there's there's a student on the other end of this, right? There's a teacher on the other end of this, and and if we can keep that vision in front of us, it keeps that level of excellence and expectation that that's constantly what we're impacted by, right? Like a phone call or a ticket or something like that or an issue, right? An outage, anything. Every single thing that we're touching has to do with impacting a student, right? Even on the sales side or on the marketing side, every everything for us comes back to this mission of impacting kids, right? And and so you know, if it's on the sales side, it's impacting a kid at a school that we haven't, we don't even know the name of yet, right? Um, and if it's you know our our operations right now, currently serving the schools that we serve, it's them. And and for the the businesses that we've yet to even start, right? 
it's still the mission behind those businesses. And I, I think that it's a little bit of the eye on the prize, you know, that's, uh, what is the purpose? What is the mission? Um, you know, and, and how do we then use that vehicle even for greater mission and greater purpose, right? And um, even beyond the impact that we already are having. And so, you know, you and I are talking about, you know, just dreaming of different, you know, ways that this can, you know, impact even more and more people. And, um, you know, and, and as we think about that, I, I think there is over time maintaining um, energy levels and things like that. It, it certainly comes down to mental tenacity and grit and things like that. Um, and rest is certainly a component of that. Um, and, and yet there's also this element of eye on the prize of why are we doing what we're doing? Um, and that gets me up and gets me excited about getting out of bed in the morning. Yep. Um, you know, and, and so, yeah, for you, what, what, what are those things? Well, I mean, I think this is where cultural alignment and having the right people really matters because I want to do big freaking things like big yeah. things. Yeah. Right. And, uh, obviously the bigger that we, we become as an organization, the more people that we're going to impact, those students in the classroom, yeah. teachers that need support. And, you know, we've already supported almost 250,000 students and teachers in, in an IT management capacity, which is really a pretty large number when you think about it. But yeah. um, Wait, 250,000 people is a large number? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, when you're talking about IT management and helping... I mean, how many NMSPs in the, in, the, in the United States are supporting that many users? There can't be many, right? Yeah. Well, and, and then obviously we don't have that uh, daily, you know, in terms of management, but over, over our history and our yeah. time, yeah. really learning on how to do that, that's a lot of users. But there's a for people that are after doing those big things, Patrick Mahomes winning the Super Bowl, that's a rush, right? Yeah. And you get that bug and you want to do it again. So yeah. that's a huge, huge push for me. Yeah. And having people aligned to that is important. Yeah, for sure. I think that that's a, uh, you know, for me, seeing last week, I was, there was one point where I know you and I were talking about this and, and you, you made some comment about like, just give me the ball, you know, and, and uh, but there's a, there's a level of, as you've seen alignment at, uh, you know, I think that there's, have you felt like even just over the last few months, like just a different energy change, like even in the office, as far as like alignment on our vision and where we're headed and things like that? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's, uh, it's pushing me to even think bigger. I mean, that's yeah. when I feel that energy. Now I start to feel like, and I've, I always, you know, kind of take this approach, but the, the sky's the limit, you know? Yeah. Uh, and my daughter always says, why, Say the sky's the limit when somebody's been on the moon, and uh, I think that's a great quote. She She's likes to have got smart. something figured yeah, out. Those kids, they know everything. Wow! Uh, but when you, when you really really push and you feel that energy, now you start to see things possible that were not even possible before. Yeah. You know, and so that continuous momentum, that continuous drive, that continuous energy, I can feel it bucking mm. around the office. I'm sure you probably can as well. I think there's another element to this also that um, one of my good friends is a um, teaches on ideation. And one of the things he talks about in his ideation process that most people don't talk about is the importance of fun um, and how fun loosens up your creativity process. And so there is an element also of, I, I think that when you look at the chiefs, right, they seem to just be having fun. And I think that's something that's really unique looking at their team and what allows them to get through bad times together, what you know, allows them to kind of galvanize together in tough times. But they seem to, even through all the, I mean, listen to Patrick Mahomes mic'd up like moments against the Ravens, right? Like he's just having fun out there. Even when he gets like completely like 
you know, just annihilated by some of the sacks and stuff like that. He, he's just having fun. And there's a, I think there's an element of one of our core values being, you know, have fun. There is an element of, yes, we want to work hard. We want to achieve great things. But how do we do that in a way where we can, we can also have fun? And oh, yeah. we can also, you know, have this be an environment where people want to be. Um, and, you know, and they're, they're having a good time. And, you know, whether it's going out and celebrating somebody's birthday, whether it's, um, you know, pranking somebody for their birthday, that may have been happened a little bit ago. Tell me more about I that. Don't, I don't really want to talk about it, but I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was a milestone, and thank you for pranking me. It, You're welcome. I felt loved and hated at the same time. It was great. But I think those are, you know, how do we have fun? I felt fun when I showed up. My whole office had was packed, you know, with balloons. That, that was great. Um, and uh, thank you for uh, helping make that happen as well. And, uh, and so this is, you know, I think for bringing fun into it, there is an element of, I think we get better as we have fun yeah. in these things also. It's the, it's the same thing. It's the rest and recovery too. That fun gives you the boost and yeah. the, the uh, extra energy you need or whatever. And, and I think when you look at competing, and, and I'm not sure all of our team really sees themselves out as competing against others, mm-hmm. but, but we really are We're competing over whether you know, a customer may be able to do it better themselves, whether we can do it better than our competitors, yeah. Which, which I think I've always said I don't pay much attention to competitors because I believe you you do you become a follower and and we're leaders and we're going to set the market pace ourselves. But really having fun and being you know getting into that competition and a little smack talk uh, you know goes goes a long way for having fun and yeah. and jarring and but it also uh, you put it out there then you have to own it then you have to deliver yeah. on it too. So yeah. I think that uh, at least for me I'm I'm super super competitive and I. I love that element, and, and whether it's against teams, uh, you know, from a fun uh, kind of internal competition, whether it's it's outwardly, it's celebrating those goals, right? Yeah. And sometimes we're in competition with ourselves. We want to raise the bar and make that goal even higher. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we compete to get there every day. So yeah. I don't think a lot of people really come to work thinking that that's what, what they're doing, but that's, you know, a lot of ways what we're after. And the the... As, as you were kind of talking about that, I was sitting here thinking we weren't doing bad to begin with, right? And we were actually doing pretty good and, and a leader. But I think our own internal drive is that we want to be really damn good, right? And it's not it's not about what anybody else is doing. It's it's everybody in this organization having that high pride, the push, the idea that that we're going to be the best, and, yeah. and we don't care what everybody else is doing. We we are going to be chasing our own expectations. Well, good is the enemy of the best, right? And that's, I think, one of the things that we, you know, as we've talked about the book Necessary Endings that we're reading as a team, I mean, one of the things, one of the realities is, you know, if you if you hold on to being good all the time, you're never going to get great, right? The average comment that you made earlier, if we're all, you know, good, uh, you know, part of the challenge is when you're striving for greatness, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole different set of expectations. And I think that's where, where we were at was good. Um, you know, but where you and I both want to go is, is great and we don't want to settle for good. And, and I think that that's, that's a big shift, uh, culturally. And I think we're, we're in the middle of, of, you know, asking our entire team, do you want to be good or do you want to be great? And, you know, as we get that alignment, then as an entire company of individuals that want to be great together, um, I think that's, that's where the chiefs are at. Uh, and that's that's where you know where we want to go. So uh, talking about all this, we're coming into the new year. We've got a month. It's hard to believe we already got a month yeah. under our belt. Gosh. But uh, a lot of momentum going. But what do we need to do? You know, in the next. 
two to three months um, coming up on the end of the quarter here. Uh, what in your mind do we need to keep up, keep momentum pushing? What are yeah. key areas that we need to continue to raise the bar? I think February can, for a lot of businesses and, and can be, you know, easy for us. You, you almost blink and February's done, right? You got an extra day this year though. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You know, we had a chance of having a kid on a leap year day and that would have been awesome. But my wife was not a fan of that. She said they'd be four when they turned 16. So is that that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... I mean, I understand they'd only have four birthdays, okay. but anyways, but Interesting. Uh, yeah, all that to say, but this is a, even with 29 days, I feel like February is kind of like the, like the doldrums a little bit, right. Where you can just, um, you know, the, maybe the, the new year's, you know, goals that people set, which we talked about, you know, that, you know, in our lives, but the new year's goals, some of those have already died off and they've kind of given up in February. You can kind of just like wake up and not drive any major initiatives forward. I think for us, you know, we really want to have an emphasis of doing the exact opposite in February. How do we, how do we double down in February? You you and I were talking earlier this week about, uh, on the marketing side and, um, I was reading a, a book on, uh, you know, this massive book on Elon Musk. And one of the things he talked about was just uh, speed. One of the things that stood out to me was how he made decisions just, you know, when people told him it was going to take nine months, he just he just questioned that and said, why can't we do it in, in one? Uh, you know, and just pushed faster. And I, I think, um, you know, not not advocating for everything of, you know, Elon Musk, and yet at the same time, that that rate of pace or that pace of play um, is something that I think as we look at February, uh, you and I are talking about how do we how do we increase the speed? Where where can we increase the speed, the pace of play, and make sure that we're playing heads up play? But how do we increase the pace? And, and are there areas that we're um, we're saying it's going to take us ninety days? Well, why can't we do it in two weeks? Uh, you know, and certainly some things we you know can't fall into that category. But what things can right? And so I think that, you know, one of the things you and I were talking about was just even on our marketing initiatives and things like that. How do we, how do we get an MVP, a minimum viable product? How do we get that MVP out by Friday? Like, and, and what if we just do that? And so, you know, we've been talking about that as a team of how do we get uh, some different initiatives like that, that we thought were going to take, you know, maybe a quarter, you know, to, to achieve. But what if we just got an MVP out and said, we're going we're gonna to get the minimum viable version of this, and we're probably going to hate the first iteration of it. Uh, you know, and yet, you know, I love the downtown studio, the downtown uh, studio, uh, sounds of Kansas city. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we're saying a prayer for whoever they're going to, it's probably just a cat in a tree somewhere. Probably. That's probably what it is. Maybe so. a building. We are downtown. We, it could be a cat in a building. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, um, speed pace of play that's what we want to increase yeah. and uh and we also want to have you know our podcast studio soundproofed so yeah, we'll, we'll the get there thing. eventually you know you have to have goals right? goals Only, that's right yeah go up but you know i think the other thing uh, I, I believe i talked about on this podcast before but brett veach um the day after the super bowl parade last year was in the office at 6 a.m working on the draft yeah. and um team for next year and so you know, as I think about February and March, they are they are kind of those down times in our organization I was talking about. Not not the slowest, but certainly yeah. slower times throughout the year. And as we've been talking, we're we're forecasting business into the summer. Uh, how do we take on new projects? How do we do it more efficiently? How do we get ready to scale and grow as we grow our sales team across the country? And uh, really, a lot of things are made in preparation. Yeah. And so right now, you know, that is what we need to be focusing on, continuing to drive the energy high 
uh, as leaders, we need to keep that pace of pay. Gosh, I did it again. I'm going to do that one yeah, every episode. At least every episode I'll do that. But uh, keep the pace of play up. And as leaders, we have to keep that push going. Because sometimes mm-hmm. if that pressure's not there, right? If the pressure, yeah. and I think the Chiefs play this way sometimes, the pressure's not on to win the game. Yeah. They play down. Yeah. They lower their standards of play. And leadership has to keep those up at all times. And so for, for me, my focus coming into this month, pushing the team is, is really keeping that bar high, keeping the push high, doing the hard work now to make those yeah. busy times and those key yeah. playoff games much, much easier. Yeah, love it. It's like Leonard... Did you ever run lines? You played oh, basketball. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, I remember you played basketball. That's yeah. what we used to call them. It's probably, probably not a good yeah. name anymore, but probably. that's what we used to call them when you're running lines mm-hmm. in basketball. Yeah. 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 I mean, those hurt, but you got them done, and, and uh, it's so when you were tired in the game, you were, you were disciplined and, and ready to go. So I think that now is, is our time. Fourth quarter press, time, man. To, time to keep it up. That's right. So, uh, And we won't talk about the KU-K-State game last night. because yeah. yeah, we won't talk that the Wildcats just uh, won in overtime and, you know, go Cats. I mean, you have to have one victory to yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, keep your spirits just up. Just one. Yeah. That's right. Well, so. honestly, the only one we care about winning against is yeah. that one anyway. And so. it doesn't happen That's often. True. So. That's true. And you it go for championships, so yeah. it's a whole different thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, this wasn't too bad for our first episode here in, in the temporary studios, we'll call it. So. That's right. Uh, for now, I'm your host, Brad Sant, Kyle Bach, and this has been the Menlo Experience.